Welcome to Big Ben and K-Win on NoFilter.net. We broadcast live every week on NoFilter.net. I want to point out that this broadcast, it's today. It's on Wednesday, folks. It's Wednesday, June 29th. And the reason why I'm saying that is because NBA free agency kicks off later this week. And don't come at me or Big Ben with our hot takes if we're wrong, okay? We're early. But if we're right and we're on the ball, you better give us some praise on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Let's go. TikTok. Oh, my goodness. The free agency, the rumors are flying. Everyone's a credible source. The Knicks have already screwed. (laughs) The Knicks have already screwed up free agency. I got a take for you, a hot take. Hear it. On the Knicks. Jalen Brunson. He he was the backup point guard, and see if you can if you follow this. He was the backup point guard to Luca when he went down last year. Remember we had Sean Salisbury on back in the day. I do. Journeyman QB. He said, anytime he came in to the game, he could put up 400 yards that second game. It was always the third game. So you come in for injured, maybe light it up first game, light it up again, and then they figure you out. I feel like the Knicks are getting duped on Dion Bunsen. Like, he is the backup QB that came in and threw for 400 yards. And sure enough, the Knicks are biting. I mean, they they freed up salary cap, had a trade with the Pistons, and Jalen Brunson has become the name to know, the marquee free agent, and that's, that's who's going to go revive. You mean to tell me, Mr. Dolan, that people are going to line up outside Madison Square Garden to watch Jalen Brunson drive down the lane and attempt to get an and one 60% of the time. You want my take? My, my take is the Knicks have already screwed up for agency. And it doesn't matter when we record this podcast or when we release this podcast, this because that will be true. That Here's will be true. My- I don't know if it's counter is the right world. I'm going to build on top of what you said. I think Jalen Brunson had a great year. He did come off the bench. He started. He played along Luka. He's going to make his money. He earned his money. But here's my hot take. New York City, especially the Knicks, is where point guards go to die. Hear me out. Stephon Marbury, Knicks, dead. Steve Franchise, remember him in Houston? Knicks, dead. Jamal Crawford. His career revitalized after he left the Knicks. And don't you let me forget Kimball Walker either. Those are four point guards that died in New York City. Will Jalen Brunson be the next? Um, I've always pondered that. Why why do you think that is? Is it just the, the lights, the glitz, the glamour, the too much? Like, Jeremy Lin... I mean, outside that, Lynn Sanity was the greatest period of point guard play for the Knicks in the past decade, and it was only like three months. Here's why point guards and people go to die. And we're not saying they really die because we don't want this to be. We just say that they don't perform at the highest level or at the level they're capable of. And the reason why we both live there is one, there is a lot of media scrutiny on everything you do, every shot, every mistake, everything you do. And two, probably the bigger reason, every night is like a Friday night. So if you get caught up in (laughs) that night, you 
want to go out to the Hamptons. You want to pop bottles at Bounce. You want to go to Broadway plays. You want free dinners. All of a sudden, basketball starts to take a back seat to like celebrity status. And I think some people can't balance that. And celebrity status becomes more important than the fundamentals of the game. I think the Knicks just read the cliff notes on every player and decide if they want to sign them or not. Like they don't use data. They don't. It is arbitrary scout. I picture an old scout with just buttons popping off his shirt, a cigar. Jalen Brunson's who we need, you know? Like, what are, what are we doing? Oh, digress. Let's not talk. Let's stop talking about the Knicks. All right. But let's talk about NBA free agency. We're in a weird point in time in sports right now. NBA's done. There's no NBA Summer League until around the 4th of July. No football. There's a little baseball, no college baseball World Series. There's nothing on TV, Big Ben. I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine every night reruns. (laughs) Go back to season one, episode eight, Sal's Pizza. That's all I've been doing is watching comedy. So if anyone out there has any comedic hits or television shows, let me know because we are in the dark (laughs) dead period, Big Ben. Peaky Blinders is back on and I can't even follow it. Like, I mean, it's been like a century since I watched it. I'm like, I, I can't even follow this. This is Peaky Blinders. That should be like the tagline for the New York Knicks front office. They can't <laughs> see anything beyond potential or what's going on inside an organization. But anyways, we're off the Knicks. What do you want to talk about? All right. I do want to talk about this. So can you explain to me bird rights? I can try. Well, can, can you? Because I looked it up, I Googled it and like read it four different ways and still still unclear on bird rights. But here's where I was going to go. If I was, if I, again, I am optimistic, everly optimistic that we are going to get the Seattle Supersonics back. And what if, just, just what if, just let's play what if. What if I had to derive a starting five? out of the free agents, restricted, unrestricted, and so forth. I think I can make a pretty damn good team. Without Jalen Brunson, Knicks, you can have Jalen Brunson. I think, you wanna hear my team? So We're first- We're talking about current free agents this summer, 2022. This, this summer, right? We got Max, Max. Okay, first we got a Max guy. And I'm gonna go with a guy that is local to here, played at Bothell, played at UCLA, West Coast guy. Full max, get people in the seats. People love, when you're from Seattle or Pasadena, they love people that are from Seattle. Great storyline. Keep people coming in. So I'm going to go out and get Zach Levine. I'm going to max him. I think he's, in terms of trajectory, if if you said, Ben, you got to go sign, you get Bradley Beal or Zach Levine, I like Zach Levine just a little more. I think trending, He's trending in the right direction where Bill Beal's a volume shooter. People aren't going to want to walk in the door and just watch Beal put up 45 shots. Not that that's a bad thing, but I'm, I'm going for some pizzazz. And then I'm going to get my big guy, Aton. I think he is undervalued in the NBA. I like, like a sixth man, Colin Sexton, lefty, out of Bama, I believe. I think he's a righty. I think he's he's very good with. Okay, either way, give me and then give me Anthony Simons. Wow, this is 
and then young team. Exactly. And then give me like, and then just round out the team with this bet that I freaking love. Sit them in the corner of PJ Tucker all day. Boom. That's a 55 win team. Maybe in the G League. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a good nucleus. With that team, if you project that team in Seattle, like they'll take some bumps and bruises in 2023 when the team is supposedly coming back. But if you project that out to 2027 or 2028, Aton's in his prime, Levine's in his time. Exactly. Could be even better than Levine by then. Simmons may be will be in the freshest shoes. He'll be like 44 <laughs> by then. PJ Tucker's 35. I saw an article that PJ Tucker might be the most important free agent out there. And that's just because you can get him on the cheap and he's he's willing to wheel and deal. He's the one guy that's out there that you're recruiting him. You have to go recruit him. Um why he is so important. It's because in today's game, he sits out and he hits the corner three. And then he also plays defense end-to-end. He can switch players. And a lot of these free agents play either on one side of the ball or the other side of the ball. He plays on both sides of the ball. And he's got great shoe game. Let's go back to that. Every game, he's going to bring out new shoes. He's going to give them away. He's a marketing bonanza. P.J. Tucker, what up? Come on the show if you're listening. Oh, God, I would love to have P.J. Tucker. No, I I, I... – Bird's rights. Bird rights. Bird's rights. After Larry Bird, the net net, I'm not going to explain it in its entirety, but the gist of it is, is if you have a player who's on your roster and he's a free agent, you have the ability to pay him more than other teams. So like Bradley Beal, for instance, can make more money with his current team uh, because they want to incentivize players to stick with their team that they're drafted with or they're with. So you can play him, I believe, 120% more than another competing offer from a team. God. That is your Larry Bird rights. I feel bad for Bradley Beal then. I... Well, let's talk this through. I think he can go five years, 240, or he can go four years, like 180. So would you go five years, 240 to stay in Washington, or would you go somewhere else like Miami or another team, get a chance if... to actually go to the playoffs? I I would be so miserable in Washington, especially on a basketball court where there's only five people that, you know, the various writers can critique. It is, And who's to say they're even sports people? They just show up and say, you suck. It's like, who are you to say? They could You're, be lobbyists that just got lost. On the exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, who are you, buddy? I If I'm Bradley Beal, what's the... What's the difference between 180 and 240 type of money? I would take 180 in Florida, to your point, versus 240. Probably nets the same, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think Bradley Beal's in an interesting situation. He hasn't played for anyone else other than the Wizards. Ten years so he, is he going to be as good? I just don't see Bradley Beal. I don't know. Is he Clay Thompson? Who's better? I think they're a little different in that Bradley Bill gets his a little bit more off the dribble where Clay is more catch and shoot. Well, they're both effective just in Let me rephrase that. Is is he a number one or is he one A? Like you're picturing a championship playoff team. Is Bradley Beal leading you to a championship or a Western or Eastern Conference finals? 
question. I would have to say he's a 1B. Okay. I don't pay him that much. The Wizards, if, if I'm the Wizards, who is, are you going to bring back Otto Porter Jr. for the fourth time and try to run him out there? The Wizards, the like Gonzaga U, they got Kispert and Rui. They yeah. need to figure out how to get Drew Timmy and how to call Gonzaga <laughs> front line. Okay, Westbrook Obson. Yeah. If I'm Genie Bus, I, I I would have found a way to like white out or manipulate that contract that said it actually ended last year. I think Russell Westbrook is let's I'll give you a comp in football. Who's my football comp? Um, Todd Gurley. Looks great in the backfield. Like, you're like, wow, that guy's got a lot, but come game time. First and goal on the two, and Todd's got three straight runs, and you're kicking a field goal. Like, I feel like Russ is not a guy. He doesn't – I don't know what it is about him. Is is okay? Let me ask you this: Is Russell Westbrook going to lead your team to a championship? No. And I love me some Russ because grew up in LA, went to UCLA, gives back to the community. Russ is amazing. I don't know if anyone can pull off those ab flips that he pulls off. He's got so much swag. But if I had to nitpick on his game, and again, this is my opinion, I have no authority on it. He makes a lot of mistakes at crucial parts of the game. I think back to Houston when they're in the bubble. Even the Lakers, he turns the ball over way too much. And at the end of the game, you need to execute. And I just believe his turnovers are too big of a problem when you're playing playoff basketball and every possession matters. You can't have a player that you are paying an ungodly 40. Isn't he the highest played player in the NBA? Well, it was. It was it was Harden, but Harden opted out. So right. it might actually come down to Russ because it was Harden, Russ. I think the guy so. is John Wall. The guy you're paying this guy an ungodly amount of of money, and he's a liability, like down the stretch. Well, let's let's dig into this though, because I'll go to bat for players who earn a contract based on what they did in the league. Russ earned that contract. But let's live in today's day and time. What are you going to do with that contract if you're the Lakers? Because now that contract is turning into a problem. Like I was listening to a podcast today. They can't buy him out because the Lakers are so financially strapped. If they buy him out, that's dead money that they can't use to go get other players. So the only way they can get better is if they can trade him. But all these other teams, they want draft picks. And the Warriors. Exactly. No, I think they're, they're going to have to trade him. I'm going to say they will trade Russ. Here is my first bold prediction. They will to who? The Shanghai Dragons? Like, who's going to take Russ? If you're a team, like, let's, let's talk this through. Here's a couple situations. We'll get into your boy Kyrie. If that thing explodes and someone gets hurt, Simmons doesn't play, the Nets aren't going anywhere, Kyrie's walking anyways. I would trade for Russ plus draft picks. You get Russ off the you get listen, you get Russ off the books. It's an expiring contract. If you're the Pistons, okay. 
You're, you're saying uh, you're, you rent a player, right? Rent a player, okay. Get some draft picks. Like, Ye- think of like two players that you desperately want to get rid of because <laughs> they have longer contracts. You get rid of them, you get Russ, you get them off the books, you get a first round draft pick from the Lakers in 2027. I can see why a player, a team would want to do it for the future. You're not doing it because you want to win today. But you're saying a, a team that's potentially in the playoffs would would do that. I just don't see a scenario where anyone would trade for us. I'm sorry. All right, here's the scenario. The next, <laughs> Ben Simmons does not play. Okay. Kyrie, for whatever reason, let's say he he gets hurt, comes back. The Nets are out of the playoffs or an eight seed. They're going to lose Kyrie at the end of the year and get nothing. Why not get Russ, expiring contract, and an extra draft pick? That's I love, it down to, I love where this is going because you're actually calling a former guest of ours a nincompoop because okay. Steve Nash is not a smart smart guy if he does that. Well, Steve Do you Nash think, doesn't own the team. The GM makes the decision. Yeah, that's true. Here's what I'm – I don't know. Why don't I like Russell Westbrook? I just don't think he... he... At least he plays games. Kyrie doesn't even show up. <laughs> okay, let's let's leave it at that. At least Russ is playing the guests. Okay. All right, let's move on to Kyrie. Give me the Kyrie tobacco. So Kyrie opts in. I was going to play a little game called Word Association where we name a free agent okay. a Word Association. So let's start off with Kyrie. My word is blackjack. I'll go first and you can go blackjack. You know why? He's sitting at the table. He's in Atlantic City. Steve Nash is the dealer. Sean Marks, the GM, is the pit boss. The pit boss comes over to Steve and says, all right, it's time for us to see his hand. Kyrie shows his hand. No other team wants to sign and trade him, so he has to opt in. All this time, Kyrie said, I'm going to opt out. I'm going to go to the Lakers. I'm going to go to the Sixers. No one else wanted him, so he had to opt in. Blackjack. My second word, which is two words, would be the last dance. You know why? I'm on the <laughs> right now. Don't stop me. This is the last dance. This is boomer bust. And you know what song we're playing during the last dance? Closing time. Closing time. Because it is boomer bust. Kyrie is going to be out of Brooklyn by the end of this year. I'm sorry. I'm fired up over this subject. Okay. Can I, do I get a word? Now you can. It's, it's, your, it's, gonna, it's, it's nap time. I think everyone's sleeping on Kyrie and the Nets in total. Go back and I don't know. The lineup that they could project or put together is it could be the Eastern Conference All-Stars nearly starting five or probably has been nearly in the past. I just think people have slept on Kyrie since last year with COVID, all these people in and out. You know basketball as well as I do. If you start two games and then you're out for three games, like you you just don't get in a rhythm. I, I don't think Kyrie had the opportunity to get in a rhythm. And that's what we saw when they bowed out early in the playoffs. I think it's nap time. People sleeping on Kyrie in the nets. Steve Nash, although Kyle thinks you're dumb enough to acquire Russell Westbrook, I think you're going to take the Nets to a title this year. Hot take. Nets win the title. Durant. are just sick of Kyrie, but I will agree with you. 
if you look at that roster, Joe Harris is back. Seth Curry. Shalane is Washington. You might get him a title. Mills. The most important player is Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons plays D, and he can make up for Kyrie not playing as much D as possible on the other end of the court. I think they miss Joe Harris and Ben Simmons the most. If those two players play, I think they go at least to the Eastern Conference Finals. Absolutely. You're healthy. They're the most dangerous team. You could kind of see it, too, last year when they're like, all right, we don't have it. Let's not let's not exert ourselves. Let's We'll call it next year. I think everyone, nap time, everyone. Next person. Ding. We already talked about this person, but we got to bring it up again because I feel like I got a good one-liner. Jalen Brunson. Am I going or are you going? Go ahead. Amagansett. That's right, folks. He's going to buy the biggest summer beach house on Long <laughs> Island in the Hamptons in Amagansett with that bag of money because the Knicks are backing up the truck to pay him. Amagansett. See you at Searles and Sloppy Tuna. <laughs> I'll go with this. Chase Daniel. I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Brunson's the highest paid backup point guard at some point next season. I just don't believe from what I saw with my eyes that Jalen is a guy where day in, day out, he's going to be able to put up 18 points a game like he did. I think he was a wasn't happenstance. The guy's talented, but I think when teams have the opportunity to prepare for him and not Luca, clipboard chase. Yeah, when the opposing teams are keeping two to three players on Luca at all times, <laughs> it kind of frees up the other side of the court, and yeah. also it frees up offense a lot for Jalen. I'm not going to be upset at that take. My next player association, Kayvon Looney from the Golden State Warriors. Loyalty. He does all the dirty work. He doesn't complain. He sets picks. He rebounds. He's the friend. If you had to get picked up from SeaTac, the airport, at 2 in the morning, Kayvon Looney would pick you up. If your tire was blown out on the 405, he would come with the spare jack and get you ready. He's a loyal teammate. I bet he's even a better friend. I might friend request him on Facebook. Kayvon Looney, the guy that I saw get, I think if the ball was in the air within the arc, he had the rebound throughout that throughout a stretch um i'm gonna call him ben wallace 2.0 the guy lacked a lot of offensive skill but man you could see to your point ben wallace would do anything for that team right uh i'll call him i'll call uh headband wallace 2.0 i don't have one word sorry i can't get it ben wallace big ben John Wall, apparently Woj broke this news yesterday. He got bought out from his contract in Houston. He's coming out of retirement. Kidding, he's not retired. He was (laughs) semi-retired because he didn't play. And he's going to sign with the Clippers. I didn't have one word. Actually, I do have one one word, smart. Like, he was going to get, I think, $47 if he opted in and he continued to lose in Houston. Now they bought him out, I think, at $6 million less. And he gets to go to L.A. and live in Los Angeles and play for a winner. What a genius. I think he can resurrect his career because 
he won't have to be the do-everything point guard like he was in Washington. But what he did do in Washington and in Houston in the brief time that he played, he makes wings look better. And, oh, by the way, the Clippers have Kawhi and Paul George. So if Wall is going downhill, he's going to get easier looks for Paul George and Kawhi. And I think that has hurt the Clippers. It was hard to manufacture offense because PG and Kawhi had to do everything in the past because they didn't have a natural point guard. God, I'm trying to think of John Wall. I agree. I, I like the smart. I mean, the Houston or LA. I'm, come on. He's going to enjoy LA. Pinks is a lot better than whatever food they got at uh, down in Houston. Um, let me think here. A single word for that. Wall hasn't played in so long. It's like he's dusting off. Um, gosh. I don't have a good one for this. I, Use an acronym, MIA. <laughs> I was gonna say, who is John Wall? Like every, like they just flew under the radar. Like John is, I guess, I guess take two. I'll call it take two. Okay. So he's take one was kind of this lightning in a bottle, captured everyone in Washington. Like he was the heart and soul of the Wizards for so long. Next chapter in Houston didn't even play out. Let's act like that. Here's take two of the movie, John Wall story. What's it going to be? Do you team with Paul, George, and Kawhi and, and challenge it for a title? Or do you, I don't know, take two. Take two. We will see. Our last one, Zach Levine. Ooh. Grimaldi's. Because he's going to stay in Chicago and it's going to be deep dips pizza for everyone. I don't think he's going to leave. I don't see where he can go. There's, a, I read something today. Not a lot of contending teams have a lot of cap space. So I think yep. the options for him are Indiana. Minnesota. Maybe Minnesota and Chicago if he wants to get paid. And if he wants to get paid, he might as well stay in Chicago because they have a good thing. They got Vucevic. They got Ball. They got DeRozan. They could be a four or five seed in the East. So I think he's going to stay in Chicago. I want to go go with aluminum statue. I think right now Zach's done enough for someone to create an aluminum statue somewhere in Chicago of him. And I'm saying just because not, not outside of Key Arena when he comes back and plays for the South. We'll make sure it's on wheels. Uh, I think he's done enough in Chicago to, to deserve the loyalty that he's Chicago playoffs once. Chicago and get wins get the Bulls to the playoff playoffs once and that's once is enough. Like they're starving for winners there. Um and for a Bulls franchise, I think I, I think you create if I'm Zach, I create my legacy in Chicago. Like, you know, and continue to build. I think they invested in him. They trusted in him. He's he's one. He's number one. The Rosen was one. I think they were both one A and a half last year. So run it back. Run it back. Just just get a really nice summer place. Like a super nice summer place. Right by the lake? No. Get the hell out of Chicago in the summers. Go somewhere and go somewhere nicer. Go find a beach. Go get a place in L.A. or San Diego. Did he be Jalen Brunson's neighbor in the Hamptons? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Southampton. All right. Who's our last free agent? Is that the last one? That was it. 
Other, the only other thing I have is to talk about the Warriors. They have so many free agents with Porter, Looney, Gary Payton, I think Juan Toscano, Anderson. Plus, they have until October to extend Jordan Poole's rookie contract. He can get $100 million. Wiggins is a free agent next year, and you don't want to wait and be in a position where you can't sign him. The Warriors are going to have to do a lot in a limited amount of time because – they got to offer these players, but if they get the feeling that they're not going to accept or go elsewhere, they got to have a plan B. Kyle, you and I both, you and I both know when's the best time to to negotiate is when the players have to stick around to get their ring. Like, if you're winning that contract, like the negotiation, the quabbling, the quibbling, a lot of that goes out the table. Well, so, let's take the end of this. If I'm an opposing executive. I'm offering Looney just a bit more than the Warriors can afford. I'm offering Peyton the same thing, too, because you can break up that chemistry a little bit, and if you can steal a couple players, you might weaken the team. I don't think the Warriors win if Gary Payton Jr. doesn't come back. Who would have guarded Jalen Brown? Okay, hey, I'm not I'm not tracking your theory. The fact that you said it and then got mad at me, it means that you're kind you of unsure that of that statement. I see that look. <laughs> no, no, the I'm fact the, the fact that I haven't eaten dinner in fact here. Oh wow. Mm. Podcast is brought to you by Papa John's. Papa Murphy's. Papa Steak and bake. Love it. Four hundred and twenty-five degrees. Um so Gary Payton, they don't win the title if Gary Payton's not there. No, because they needed him to play defense on Jalen Brown. Okay, that's fair. Or without Looney. <laughs> I didn't watch enough of it. I got a less than one year old. I mean, I'll be honest. I saw Looney for a quarter and he didn't miss a rebound, which was amazing. Phenomenal. Gary Payton Jr. Okay, you love that guy. Great story. Sorry. Go Warriors. Go Sonics. Go Blazers. Touch on the Lakers. The Lakers I don't care. Quick, just like the Lakers playoff chances going into I'm going to continue eating my pizza then. All they have is like a mid-level exemption. And a taxpayer exemption. They've got to basically sign players for like five and six million dollars. They're bringing back pretty much the same team, but they're not going to be able to go out and get any new vets. Who's going to want to go play in LA? Can, 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 we've seen Tom Brady do this. If I'm Russell Westbrook, I'm like, all right, we got these players, and I'm, I've got $48 million baked in my single year contract and, and the owner GM here, we can sign this, this list of dudes that were out of the league last year or G league people. That's all we can afford. And you want to win. Why wouldn't you free up some of your crap, defer payment, do whatever you can so that you can go sign and have a winning team. You need $48 million in one year. I do. <laughs> No, I, at first, I was going to argue your point because I thought you were going to say he was going to give back money. But all you're saying is defer payment. He still gets it. It's the defer Bobby it. Bonilla contract. Every exactly. Life, Bobby Bonilla gets a million dollars, I think, until he's 75 years old. Better opportunity for a ring, and boom, the checks continue to show up in your mailbox. My bad thing. This pizza is amazing, by the way. 
we wrap up so you can finish your pizza? Yeah, Murphy's combo. Let's get this thing over with. Big, big K win. Nofilter.net. Live every week. Miss us live. You can go into the vault on nofilter.net. You can also check us out anywhere you get your podcast. Spotify, Apple, iHeart, iTunes, and more. And let us know what you think of our podcast. Let us know who you want on the show. WST Podcast Show at gmail.com. I'm K Win. He's Big Ben. What up, Luke? Boom. What up, Luke? Boom. Man, I'm hungry. I gotta go eat. <laughs>